Welcome to the Heart and Home Podcast. We're your hosts, Shannon, Ashley, and Jessica. We want to normalize mental health and show how it can affect all the different pieces of our lives and provide some solidarity and community. Thanks so much for joining us. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to another episode of the Heart and Home Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon, and I am today here with Jessica, and we are going to talk about living the busy life. And both of us have just kind of been talking a little bit offline about how, you know, we're both in kind of different phases. Like I'm working with um, sports schedules and things with our daughter, just getting into different sporting events and things like that. And Jessica is planning a wedding and has a lot of other things to attend with friends. And we're just kind of talking through what that busy life looks like and how it doesn't always have to be bad. I feel like the first thing that comes to my mind, Janet, when we talked about recording this today was how all of these really, really great things that I have going on in my life and I feel very grateful to have, they become less exciting and less joyful when my overwhelm gets in the way of, you know, okay, I have three things, you know, three, let's say there's three events or something to go to today. And I feel like I'm rushing in between them. And I feel like it takes the joy out of it. But what I need to start remembering, and I guess I don't know exactly how to do that. But what I'm trying to start remembering is that I can, it is my choice, if I enjoy these things or not, just because I have other things going on. And I, you know, I'm choosing not to be present, I'm choosing to think about the future, even though the future is not a thing right now, you know, it's only the present moment that even exists. So I, it's really all of my choices. Um, but I, I, after I was looking at my summer schedule, um, and the stuff that's going on, I'm excited for them, but I, I really want to alter my mindset before I really get into the thick of it, because I want to make sure I'm enjoying all of these things that are not going to happen again. You know, for example, um, like a bachelorette party for one of my friends, that's not going to happen again. That's a one-time thing. And I, I really want to make sure that I'm present and I'm feeling joy and I'm not thinking about, you know, what I have to do the next day, you know, to a point, there's going to be times when your mind wanders. And if you need to have a quick moment about that, that's completely fine. But I want to make sure I'm enjoying it. And I need, it's my choice, you know, to really dig into that. So I think that's something that I kind of want to talk to today is helping your mindset, understanding that you're in charge of where your mind goes and bringing it back. Maybe when it kind of goes into those overwhelming phases. No, no, no. Something I've been practicing more lately, I've been doing a lot more like yoga and meditation. It's been a really great new practice and I want to make it like every day. I've been really pretty good about it, but I want to like even get better. I think it needs to be a part of my routine because I've noticed that when I do that in the morning, you know, that gives me the chance to rest that I need because I just know that my day is going to fill up and I'm going to have work and I'm going to have, you know, my blog and I'm going to be doing a million things, running around, taking our daughter to different sporting events and things like that. So I just know that if I get that 20 minutes in the morning or whatever it is, just of just really the downtime and it just kind of sets your mind for the day. I've been really liking that. And I do think that is a great practice to incorporate. Can you, um, do you get up like fairly easy in the morning or do you like wake up and you're like, okay. And then it does it take you a little bit. The mornings for us, my husband's a big morning person. I'm, I'm pretty good in the morning too, but I mean, not before like six, 
15 is probably my that's like the earliest I can't I'm not going to get up at five o'clock in the morning and like work out that would never happen for me but um yeah like I feel like I'm very much a routine person in the morning like I you know my routine is every single day the exact same you know from putting on the coffee to you know doing the chores with uh the horses to getting our daughter off to school to whatever like I very much routine so that's why I was saying like if I can incorporate that yoga into it because there are days where I either I do it or I just don't and I put it off till later but then later never happens and then I'm like I should have just did it when I was thinking about it um but so yeah I would say for me like mornings are are pretty easy but I, I but the routine is important for me in the morning to stay motivated I would love to just like I, so I suck at mornings and and it's not because <laughs> It's not because I'm not a morning person. On the weekends, you'll catch me up at 6.30. I am here for it. I'm excited. Like if we are going to, you know, go somewhere or maybe, you know, I have a day off or whatever. Like I'm I'm a morning person with that. During the week though, and it's, you know, all just a, it's a, a confidence, um, a confidence thing that I'm trying to build. I feel like I have a very very much um, like high achiever type of attitude slash perfectionist that nothing's ever right. So when I wake up in the morning, I love everything that I do. I love my job. I love, you know, I, I truly can say I love my life and, and life in general. Um, but I'm just always so worried about not doing things the best that day, or I know maybe I have big projects at work coming up or, um, you know, super important meetings that I need to present at. And I'm just worried about not doing them perfectly or to my expectations. And I, I dread getting out of bed because of all those things that I have to do that I just don't think I'm, you know, qualified to do, or it's, so it's really that confidence for me. So it's so hard for me to make a more, and you and you'll catch me up at 11 o'clock or midnight because I don't want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, I don't want to go to bed because then I know that I'm going to have to, you know, again, deal with all the um, responsibilities the next day that I, I just don't feel like, I guess I'm, I'm good enough for. Um, and I'm re- really trying to, trying to work on that because I know that I am, I know that I'm qualified. I know that, you know, perfect is not a thing. And I know that, you know, every time you fix something, you make it better. So I know all of these things, but in the morning, I feel like our, our minds are just so vulnerable and they're, they're, somebody said something like, Oh, like before you work out, you stretch, right? You get your muscles warm, you whatever, stretch them out. And they said, your brain's the same. You were just in a good, you know, sleep for six, seven, eight, whatever, how many hours you get of sleep, like your, your brain was, you know, in this state of mind, basically. And so when you wake up, you need to do the same thing. And I love that you're doing yoga and meditation, because that's, that's a perfect way to get your brain started for the day, rather than what I frequently do. When I wake up, it's like, crap, it's this time we have to get lunches made, you know, whatever breakfast, and then out the door and then rushing. It's like, there's no, ease to our mornings at all and I would love to have something like that but really it, it for me it comes down to you know it's always a deeper meaning of things so like I you know it's a lot of confidence work for me that's going to help me achieve that but it's crazy how it's like a domino effect of okay well I would love to do those things as well 
But in order to do that, I need to first work on, you know, this other thing that's a completely different subject than even being mindful in the morning. But it's it's a it's a tough domino effect for me. But I love that you're doing that because you do. You need to you need to condition your brain in the morning. Just get it, you know, wake it up slowly and gently. And how you start your day is a lot of how you keep it going throughout the rest of the day. So when I wake up and I'm running out of bed and you know trying to get me and Tana ready and he's helping and all these things were both, you know, chaotic. And that's might be how the rest of our day ends up because that's how we started it. And I, I do not want to do that. I don't want to do that. anymore. I think you, you know, maybe try to spend a little time in reflection and look back to the day prior. Cause you know, if you're, if you're waking up feeling overwhelmed with what's coming that day and you're feeling lack of confidence, maybe if you go backwards instead, and look at yesterday a little bit and just be look at like look at all your accomplishments the day prior and it'll help you realize that you're doing so much more than you think you can. Oh yeah. I'm wondering if that would be helpful. I also feel like I leave so we have like little notepads on the sides of this is kind of yep. a bad habit, but also it's been kind of cool. And so my husband yeah. actually started this where he'll because he thinks of something usually like middle of the night and it could be for his job or whatever, and he'll like want to remember it. So he'll write a note to himself. Um, yeah. And so what I found is, um, I, I try to sometimes like just spend a little time writing down like what my, like a little to do list kind of go through it and really prioritize like what things really need to have to mm-hmm. happen and what really does it and what can come off that list. Yeah. I do think that being busy is it, it, it like you said, it can be filled with so many exciting things. It, you know, if your job yeah, is, yeah. is busy, it can be a really good thing if, um, you know, being able to go to all these great events with your friends and, and planning a wedding. I remember that. That is a lot of work. Um, busy doesn't always have to be bad, but I definitely feel like you can also prioritize and some of those things can come off the list just so that you can enjoy the bigger moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like that a lot. And we, we've done where, and I feel like I just haven't found something that really sticks yet for me because I've tried doing, um, um, like gratitude at night, kind of going through. I think the only thing that I really truly enjoyed is when I wrote down my three wins from the day, and, and it, it could be anything. It could be you know I made the bed this morning, like big, small, whatever. Like you know that's different to everybody. It could be super huge that you made the bed that day, or you know maybe it's maybe for me a larger one would be you know, a project that I completed at work or whatever it is. So I would write down like three wins from the day so that I felt accomplished. And I think what the biggest fear for me that what I didn't have confidence about is because there's beauty in, you know, being, um, having unpredictable moments and spontaneous times. And and I'm, I'm here for that. I love that. But what I don't like is when my work days are so unpredictable and that's how it felt. It felt like I was just always being uh, reactive at work, handling, you know, whatever was coming at me that day. And there was never really, I I definitely don't have a set schedule at work and that's just not how it's going to be. And that's okay with me. But I think what I tried to dive into deeper last week was scheduling out as best as I could of, okay, on Mondays, I'm not going to have any meetings. Mondays, you know, if I can avoid that, like if, you know, I can, if I can schedule that a meeting with somebody on a different day, I'm going to have, you know, two or three days out of the week be my heavy meeting days. And the other couple of days be my focus hours for these types of things. Because right now I just felt like I was being maybe like overly generous of, you know, well, when does it work for you? 
you know, and that, mm-hmm. and that doesn't work for me. And I'm, I'm figuring that out now is, you know, I was always feeling like I was revolving around other people's schedules. So then I think the, the unorganization was a big thing for me is that I, I had to remember that in order for me to serve, you know, with like my side business, my clients well, and then with my full-time job, um, my, you know, colleagues well with that, I, I need to, I need to get more organized, um, with my schedule and be more intentional about my time. So when I was trying to do that at night, I would, you know, do like the three wins for the day and then, um, three things that I want to do the next day. And they, you know, again, don't aim too big or else you might get down on yourself about like, mm-hmm. how can you even do this? Like, why do I even try? Like, do not make them like world changing. You know, we only have so many hours in the day. So I think that was something that actually helped me now that I'm thinking about it. Thank you for jogging my memory because I completely forgot about doing the three wins. And I was doing that for a while. I broke the habit and just stopped doing it but I do think it really helped. So I don't know if anybody else who's listening might have just that fear in the morning of like when they wake up, like everything that they have to do. And again, you, and that's what I think gets me is I love everything that I have to do in the day, but my brain tricks me into thinking that, you know, I'm fearing these things because, you know, I don't think I'm good enough for it or the perfectionist side of me, or it's not going to be good enough for other people and all these things that are just untrue completely, but they ruin my day from the start of it. But by having intentions set for tomorrow already, I can truly enjoy today. And that's what I kind of want to lead into, you know, with the, just the rest of the year, but especially this summer when I see, you know, schedules piling up, I don't want to feel overwhelm. I don't want to feel, if anything, I want to feel overwhelmed with like joy rather than like, oh, everything's so busy. Why do we have all these places to go? I instead want to take that in with gratitude and be like, wow, I'm so grateful I have these people to go to these, you know, bachelorette parties or baby showers or, you know, holidays or whatever it is. Um, I want to express gratitude for those things instead of just overwhelm and constantly looking for like, oh, when's a day that we're not going to have anything to do? Because even days like that, I mean, yeah, everybody needs to recharge, but I don't know. I just feel like we're constantly all chasing that break or I don't want to even use relaxation because relaxation is important, but. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think for one, it's really important too that you're getting enough sleep which can be really hard for anyone who deals with anxiety or their mind running. I'm raising my hand. That's me. Um, But I feel like I could definitely be better about getting sleep because as you know, the days I feel like I get the most done and I feel the most productive are the days that I I'm well rested, you know? And, but oftentimes I will, like, I keep myself up thinking about what's coming next and, then yeah, my next day just, then it just spirals from there, you know? So I feel like if you can definitely make sure that you're getting enough sleep and whatever it is that's preventing you from sleeping, try to, try to do better. Like I know I could definitely have less screen time before bed. Um, Mm -hmm. We could probably rewind the clock back a little bit from the start of everything. You know, I just, yeah, I feel like we're always just kind of go, go, go. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, boop, stop go to bed. And it's like, that's really hard to get your mind to just shut off like that. And so I feel like you could definitely kind of sort of taper off into the night where you're like, okay, now we're going to sort of like wind things down and maybe incorporate like reading books instead of being on your phone or like whatever it is. I definitely could do better with getting more sleep. 
another thing I was going to mention is I'm like the queen of multitasking. Like I can do, and it's, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing, especially for someone like in a job that you have to make sure you're getting like X, Y, and Z all done. Um, And that has always been a strength of mine, but I also feel like that can also make you feel overwhelmed when you're multitasking and you're doing 10 things at once. Um, Mm -hmm. It can also, you know, make room for error as well. So I feel like sometimes if you're multi, if you're a multitasker like me, I think you also need to like kind of just weigh that out and like make sure that you're not trying to balance too much at one time. It's funny you say that. I came home one of the nights this week and it was one night that I didn't have any plans for the evening. And I felt so lost in the sense of I needed to be doing something or else I was not accomplishing anything or I was being lazy or whatever, wherever my mind went, I came home and then I was searching for things to do. I'm like, okay, well, I could do this. I could do that. And then I'm like, why can't you just sit down? Why can't you just, you know, maybe watch a movie? When was the last Mm -hmm. time you watched a movie? (laughs) A full movie, not when you were doing something like doing the dishes while listening to it or, you know, um, planning out your week while you were doing it or, you know, making a grocery list or all these, you know, random other things. When have you just truly just, you know, sat and, and done something or not even sat, but like went for a walk or read or do, you know, do something else that I enjoy. But I, I, I always feel like if I have any downtime, I need to fill it with things. And I found that it's uncomfortable for me to have that downtime because then those feelings of like, you know, okay, well, there's so much to be done. Like, you know, don't be sitting down. Like, why do you think you need a break? And like you, there's still all these things to do. So, oh gosh, it's such a, a whirlwind to get into is just like, not always feeling like you need to be busy because that's what you're Mm -hmm. used to. It's so uncomfortable to not be busy. Yeah. And it's definitely, like we said earlier, it's, it's definitely dependent on the phase of life that you're in because like, I can't, I can't relate to having all my weekends booked up with weddings and bachelorette parties and things like that right now, because that's just not the phase of life. that we're in. Um, But we are running around to different like sport practices and events like that or um it's just a different kind of busy and I think that's where the generational gaps come into play because um you know like the kind of busy that we are and then the kind of busy like our parents are you know that's why it's like I always want to try to make sure I make time for my mom because it's Mm -hmm. like I don't know how much I mean how many years I have left to be with her and so but I also know like her schedule is not near as busy as mine, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have to, and I feel like I need to be more mindful about making sure I open up my schedule for the most important thing, which are the people in my life, like the people that I love. And, and just keep in mind that, you know, busy is not a bad thing, but you can also, you know, put things on your plate that maybe are not necessary sometimes too. Yes, absolutely. Prioritizing them, truly looking at, the purpose of why, why do you have these things on your plate? What do they mean to you? And what are other things that you also, that also mean a lot to you that, yeah, maybe you aren't making time for. Maybe I think, um, I don't, there was something that I heard one time and it was like finding happiness in the wrong places basically. And it was like always chasing happiness somewhere else when, you know, if somebody really sat down and thought about what are things that make me happy, I guarantee you, you're not doing them right now, or you're not having them in your routine or, 
it was something as simple like a couple of years ago I saw like or um, I heard somebody say like what's your favorite color and somebody was like oh whatever it was let's say purple and they're like okay what purple things do you have in your bedroom or your home and they're like well what do you mean that's weird and they're like no if that if that color brings you joy where is it in your life it's nowhere like what and I'm like oh my gosh so it's like little things like that too where it's like you know maybe just like sitting down thinking about what truly brings me joy and do I do any of it and factoring in more things like that you know I was just thinking too like when um so my mom her 70th birthday she's gonna love that I just announced that nobody's (laughs) listening that um but anyway her birthday is coming in May and um we're going to do a nice gift or a nice get together with her. But then I was looking at our calendar and our daughter has soccer that day. And Mm -hmm. at first I was like, Oh, well, you know, we have soccer. So we, you know, I don't know that we can make that work or we might have to quick drive home for this soccer game. And then like later on, I caught myself like with that thought and I'm like, what am I thinking? Like, this is a really big, important birthday for her. And like a soccer game is a soccer game. She's going to have so many soccer games. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like sometimes, like those are and so I decided we talked about it I said you're gonna miss this game and it's fine and she was like oh yeah that's fine and I thought it was gonna be a big deal to her and it's and it's not and even if it was like you know it's my job as the parent to like make her understand like the importance of this soccer game versus like an important birthday milestone for grandma you know yeah Um, and you know I feel I feel like we've been relating um, this type of, you know, kind of phrase in almost every one of the podcasts, but I feel like that maybe is a testament to how important it is to think this way. And again, like living your life backwards type of thing that we talked about before is I know, knowing you, Shannon, that like, if you were to look at your life from the end, you know, going back and thinking about it, you would absolutely want to be there for your mom's birthday versus a soccer game that you guys know you guys are going to have more of, or, you know, have watched a bunch of times and had a really great time. But I, so I, I think that was, that definitely just aligns with it. If you're feeling torn maybe about like, well, you know, both of these things are really important. I don't know what to do. Like it's think of it maybe in the, in the back, think of it in the backwards type of aspect. I was looking at my life backwards and you know I knew these last day or so was you know what I had for my life what would I do and and I think you had a made a great choice for you you know again that could be different for other people but that's exactly it I think that really helps people prioritize what is important to them like weigh out the busy that you have you know and what's what's what really needs to to happen and what can maybe wait or you know, what can you kind of skip, I guess. So yeah, I think it's a relevant topic. And I think there are so many, I know for sure, just from a parent perspective, and I've talked with a lot of other parents that feel overwhelmed with their kids schedules and just trying to do it all. Um, I think that we're not superhuman people that can, you know, we don't have superpowers, we can't make everything happen. And I think we can really get down on ourselves when we feel like we're not keeping up or we're, you know, like I, one of the things this just makes me realize too, like mm-hmm. every week we get a, um, a newsletter from the school and I'll tell you right now, I am so bad at opening up that newsletter and reading what's coming in the next week. I don't know why I think, well, it gets lost in my junk mail anyway, but mm-hmm. also it's just like not something that I've made a priority is to open up these newsletters. Well, the problem with that is that sometimes they'll say like next week is theme week and you know, you're, the kids can dress in this and they can wear like pajama day on Monday and whatever. And 
so the, a week, like a couple weeks back, they had a theme week and I totally, totally missed it. And then I felt so awful, like as a parent, because I'm like, I should be better about like checking the, the calendar and checking these new newsletters. But again, it's the busyness. It's like overlooking some of the little small details and then later feeling like incredible guilt over it, you know? So I feel like, yeah, it's like, it's just hard. Life is busy. And, and I also feel like we have to give ourselves a break sometimes, like yeah. not to expect ourselves to always do everything. Cause again, we're just, we're, we're human. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We need, we need to recharge. We need to relax. We need to take those moments, but I think we also need to change our mindset to think about busy in a different way. I feel like we're coached to thinking busy is bad. Busy is overwhelm. And it definitely can be depending on what your busy is. But if you truly have, you know, good busy things, maybe looking at it from a more grateful standpoint or giving some gratitude towards being able to, you know, go to those soccer games or spend the birthday with your mom or, you know, the things that I get to spend with the people in my life as well. Coming at it from a maybe more place of, thankfulness I guess mm-hmm. yeah well I appreciate um the idea of this topic today Jessica I thought it was a really good one and I think I do think if you can incorporate some sort of yoga or meditation or just some quietness <laughs> reflection it has been really great for me I use the the Peloton app um cool. but I know that you can find I mean you can google and youtube lots of different yoga so just find what works for you. But I mean, and also just make sure that like, it's not too much too. Like if, if it's a 45 minute class and you don't have time for that in the morning, like most people don't, then just even if it's 10, 15 minutes, like it doesn't have to be this huge thing that you added to your day. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm totally going to keep you updated on, on if I do that. But again, it's my choice. You know, it's my choice if I start those habits. It's my choice to do all of that. And I want to make that change. So I love your suggestions. Thank you so much. Awesome. Well, thank you. See you next time. Sounds good. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Heart and Home podcast. Find us on Instagram and Facebook and share with a friend to help us grow our community.